All right, so Ted uh, is a world-class play-by-play guy. You see him doing college football, college basketball. High school basketball. He's, he's called Brawny. Yes, that's my real claim to fame. <laughs> but uh, also works, will freelance for the Westwood One Radio Network. Accumulus Station. And they will play your update. So they employ you for the majors. You will be, uh, you know, just giving your updates for stations across the nation. So this isn't just on our station. This is uh, every major market, certainly a lot of minor markets. You're, you are, you are on the air somewhere giving these same updates. But because you're from here and because you're awesome, you work in Easter eggs just for us, for the ticket P1, and. You had been doing this for years. I think you went away from it for a little while, like, hey, I think I've done everything. But then we were at the compound, and we're all very fired up as we're hearing little comments about things that happened at the compound like the hour prior. So that was amazing. I I was chatting with the P1. I was like, yeah, is is the bit played out? On one hand, you think that, and then on the other, it's like, you guys provide so much new material like, the next month rolls around at a major. I couldn't do this every week, and you know, obviously nobody would carry golf updates every single week just for the majors. But, like, a month later, it's like, oh, man, let me. I have a note on my phone with, okay, some words with Dan or something Jake said or something George did. And so it's like, man, there are so many new references that you have an opportunity to work in. All right, Blake's going to uh, play these for us from back at the station. So this is... Ted's fine work last week. Yes, so we y'all... heard here in Dallas, but it's it was heard on hundreds of stations across the nation. So you mentioned the campound, and so let's start with some of the campound themed Easter egg updates. This is uh, from Thursday at twelve thirty. Bradley through seven. Rory McIlroy struggling three over through ten without a birdie on the card, but Rory just five back. Jordan Spieth donkey kicks a five footer for bogey at one ends up with a double. He is now two over. Of course, that morning is when uh, George and, and uh, Gordo, I believe, took the wireless out to to meet the donkey they heard across at a uh, neighboring farm. Man, I never met the donkey. Oh, man. That's a that's a regret I have. You met the cat? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. meet the cat plenty. Put the machine mask on to meet the cat. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Here's another campound. Fred Albers and Dennis Paulson. The call rose the U.S. Open champion at Marion 10 years ago. That was at 16. Now it's 17. Rose over at the broadcast campound well off the green. Just right out in front. <laughs> Not a guy. You know what? It's a misstep. Right. Broadcast compound, campound. Who's sure. going to notice? Yeah, no one is. Who's going to notice? The donkey kick thing seems weird. No, I mean, you say that, but I don't really follow golf that closely. And if I were just casual sports listener in Duluth, Minnesota, I might hear that and be like, oh, speed, that doesn't sound good. He donkey kicked it. Yeah, he donkey kicked it. You hear terms like that in sports all the time. You might think, oh, that must be a term they're using. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. This uh, this you'll get if you follow Jake on Twitter. This was, uh, Ted, I think some of your finer work. The Thank rain you. has picked up, by the way. We'll have even more rain tomorrow. Rory McIlroy said his recovery score on his sleep tracker was 22% the other day, better than 2%, but he is battling illness. Rory plus three. I believe that was a discussion on the air as well, Jake. Yeah. Or, uh, and you Blake. tweeted the picture. That's, I did. That's how I first came across it. And sure enough, it's like you guys wear the same thing, the yeah. loop deal. I think I might and have actually bought this because of golf. 
Wow. During COVID, I don't remember if it was if it was Rory or not, but there was a guy who had a really terrible two day score and went to the doctor, and there was something very wrong with him. Like it wasn't like he got no sleep or something mm. COVID related. Like he had oh, gotten okay. COVID yeah. and had some sort of uh, immunocompromised situation. It might have been Rory, hmm. but yes, it all comes back to golf. It always does. One more camp town one. Twenty two percent. That is tough yeah. too, man. That you're feeling awful. This was uh, one of the funnier moments from Campound, I think. Right now, Bryson DeChambeau has the lead at four under. Six birdies and two bogeys on the card today for DeChambeau, who has lost 18 pounds in the last year with a gluten and dairy-free diet, but still hits it plenty far compared to past people to win majors here at Oak Hill, like, say, Gary Middlecoff. Yeah. Did you stumble there? Were you just uh, cracking yourself up? Yeah, I just trying to hold it together there. Corby. And so that was... that. I caught up on my campound after the fact, so I didn't catch past people live the night before. And Corby texted me and said, hey, did you hear about past people? I think I was drinking and might have said, like, you think? (laughs) And like, yeah, I can come. Okay, I got the context. Okay. This is kind of a stretch talking about Carrie freaking middle cough (laughs) in the middle of the 2023 PGA Championship. But he was a past winner at Oak Hill in a major and... Fit it in, man. Well, he, here's the context for fast people. But they're like, uh, they don't even know. It's like, you know, they press a button and a card comes out, and you're like, oh, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> or it could have been you a. You got a Hitler. It could have been a caveman mauled by a saber toothed tiger when right. it was like right. a month as old. Both, I would take that chance. Were. But that could have been With your past ancestor. people. And then you wouldn't have happened. With past people? <laughs> yeah, so, no, you couldn't take that That's chance a, because it Corey could... Corey doesn't understand that. It could so... He calls them past people. <laughs> you I don't know where they are now. Butterfly, but butterfly effect. God, the sustain on the Corby laugh guitar there. That's yeah. when you know he is gone. <laughs> I love that. Was he drinking that night? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. I couldn't tell. I think so. Uh, let's see, some that are related to our show. This has been our earworm recently. Oak Hill hosting this major for a fourth time, and this year it's a totally different test, a totally different type of course <laughs> after a remodel in 2019. So good. They're totally different movies, totally different types of movies. <laughs> these, uh, these next two, I think, are because of Dan's daughters. Last year's Masters champion, Scotty Scheffler, slaying out in the first round. No bogeys, three birdies. Nice. Slay out, King. Slay out, King. That's right. Here's another one. It's just one of those places where you hit one shot maybe barely off the line, and sometimes you can hit a good shot and end up in a place where it's pretty penalizing, and there's there's lots of tough holes out there, and um, you know, I'm just going to go out there and keep trying to hit good shots. Uh, big facts from last year's Masters champ, Bryson DeChambeau on top <laughs> or of Or is that from uh, the announcer? Who's uh, Well, in fact, it's facts. your daughters and Mark, Mark Jones. Jones just talk the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 40 years apart. That's right. Victor Hovland now four under, back-to-back birdies at one and two. A club pro actually contending at the PGA is about as rare as a Sasquatch sighting, but Michael Block, a head pro in Mission Viejo, California, is in the mix. Do you feel like I'm pronouncing that correctly? No. Oh, you... Because I get a lot of support. Yeah, in the upper Midwest, which makes sense. Yeah, that's where Sasquatch is. I've never heard of... No, that's not right either. Sasquatch. Well, right. it's upper. Yeah, it's it is up. It's just more Pacific. Oh, let's do two more here. This one, 
Very well done. Tim. I just love the idea, though, of uh, of Sasquatch just roaming in like through Iowa, <laughs> <laughs> through or, the cornfield, or West Virginia. Or <laughs> There'd be a lot more sightings if he lived there. Yeah, Sasquatch from Appalachia. So this one uh, may need some explanation from Dan or Jake, but this is great. Phil's in the clubhouse. Rom is through ten holes. Thomas through twelve, and Jason Day is in trouble, falling down the leaderboard like a shower curtain that pops ring by ring. A double bogey at six. Day plus seven. He was. I think that's an old story uh, from the rant where Dave, which was Davey retold was in the bathroom one night of the campound. Okay, and. That's the way Gordon described his bathroom yes. fall. Gordon went into full detail <laughs> during the campound. I'd, n- I'd never heard it uh, as the playlet before, and it's like have to get that in. Ring Somebody by sl- ring, sliding down the leaderboard, <laughs> popping ring by ring. All right, last one. Your greatest work of the weekend. At okay. three under, one back, Scotty Scheffler, Corey Connors, and Sepp Straka. World number one, John Rahm entered the Dunham zone today, leaking everywhere with six bogeys and a double, a six over 76 for the reigning Masters champion. I that agree. will be hard so, to explain to the bosses. So that is the one time in however many years we've been doing this, you know, three or four, where my producer, who is from Dallas but is not a P1, kind of perked up, and after the update is finished, he said, is that the George Dunham zone? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I just laughed nervously. <laughs> he didn't press it, and he just said, man, how much longer do you think George is going to do it? He's been doing it for like 25 yeah. years. Okay, It's so like, oh, thank right God. Right into oh. P1 talk. Yeah, the Dunham zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one really... <laughs> Or thereabouts. Uh, got one more Ted Emmerich PGA uh, update. Oh, no. What happened? That wasn't played. <laughs> and I heard this. I actually heard the Musers replay it a couple mornings ago. And I, I, like them, thought, Ted, what are you doing? I want you to keep your job. <laughs> so let's play it, and then we'll get the... We'll, we'll get inside the mind of the guy who gave this update on Westwood One, not just the ticket P1s, across the nation, dropping in Easter eggs for us. But let's see what this one's all about. And no. Oh, in the back door. Well, any entrance will do. Tradesman, side entrance, front, back. And that is delighted the fans. And Keegan Bradley birdies the second and moves to three under. Uh, who doesn't love the back door? Maureen Medill the call. So Bradley three under, two off the lead. It's a fair question. Number one. Very, very fair. Because it's almost rhetorical. I never thought I'd be in a position of being just disappointed in Ted Emmerich. But here I am. <laughs> How so? <laughs> I just think you're above that. <laughs> I really do. Are you ready to write something for I can't, the UIL? I can't stomach it, to be honest with you. It is kind of funny, though, because uh, I hope that the text I'm about to read you doesn't offend you. I think it's a compliment. Okay. Um, I have a couple of friends who are – are we both – how old are you? 35. Okay, so I'm I think. about to be 38. I think <laughs> these guys are both in their like early 30s on a group text and – I don't think it was until we actually talked to him about his age or maybe that he had a young child 
that they realize he's not like 54. Right. I get that a lot, and I'm flattered by it. Because he just has the sound of gravitas for sports. You have a demeanor, an aura. Of... Yeah, it's very grown up. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it yeah, has here been the, my, the whole time I've In my shorts and revolver brewing t-shirt, yeah, but a lot of gravitas. But it's about... You have a, just a smooth delivery. Just That's right. You have the not feeling high, of someone who's been on the air yeah. for 40 years. I don't call people know. Bork and Corgi. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that that comes up a lot. People are like, man, I can't believe he's not... He's not been doing this for 35 years. <laughs> I wonder if it's broadcast father, because I've heard that exact same thing about Joe Buck. Yeah. My buddy. Uh, yeah, sure. My buddy who works for Bally said um, he knew Joe Buck when Joe Buck was in his 20s and he thought he was 50. Yeah. You're just, you're around it. And this, I'm certainly you're not Joe Buck. Much older I would, people all the would time. love to be. Joe Buck one day. I love his work and look up to him quite a bit. Never met him, but love his work. Uh, Why are you winking be... when you say that? I did not Why wait. are you uh, crossing your fingers? There's got to be something to just being around someone. You know, obviously he had Jack and I had my dad, and you know, who was not Jack Buck, certainly. But uh, you're just around it. You absorb things. Yeah, I mean, you know the way to comport yourself with a microphone in front of you. You know how to handle yourself on the air and that's why you would never see the son of a legendary broadcaster, let's say, get fired for saying something on the air whenever he thought he was off the air uh, during a baseball pregame show. Well, actually, Thom Brenneman. Oh. Well, yeah. I don't know that much about his dad. I, tonight. Like I think those are, Marty I think these are a... totally different situations. <laughs> they are, but I really needed to force that in there. Yes. So. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it not the, it's not the first uh, backdoor joke that I've made on the air. <laughs> A few years ago, I was Back. doing a college basketball game with uh, John Thompson III, who at the time was giving the JT3. Uh, anal- the JT3, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, was giving the analyst thing a try. He was you know, done with Georgetown and was with ESPN. And we were doing a game at uh, Madison Square Garden, and he made some point about you know, the, uh, some Princeton-like play, the backdoor pass, and... JT3 himself, you know, he coached, I believe he coached at Princeton at one time, working his way up, and had a lot of the Princeton principles in his playbook at Georgetown. And I said, you love the back door, don't you? And didn't he He didn't say anything. Oh, okay. He didn't say anything. He's above that. It's a little bit easier whenever you're doing it into a microphone in a media center where nobody has to give you any reaction or anything like that. That can go differently. I have one more golf note. Okay. Well, this guy has had so much golf this week. I love it. Well, and we're out at Colonial he, Friday, he, right? He's, he's been practicing yeah. his swing during the breaks. Oh, yeah. That, that like happened every, off the air. We, just, didn't, we never got that back to on the air. Okay, so that's what dude. we the, talked about. Yeah. So, first of all, Ted is – you look like uh, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> to me, just because Why? I, I'm used to seeing you dressed up. And now you're wearing a T-shirt and shorts. Yep. And so it's like you ever see your teacher? Yeah. Not in school. And oh yeah. Like you're kind of. It's jarring a little bit. I mean, you're it was right. even shocking for me during uh, lockdown when he he was putting out pictures of himself doing games from his house where he had the Dale set up 
where he was wearing like swim trunks underneath his uh, <laughs> underneath his, his suit business coat? on top. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. You can get away with that, but when you're uh, doing games from home, I was asking you, what do you wear? You know, when you're covering the tournament, yeah. Do you get to? Do you have to dress nice, or if you're at a golf course? And uh, we were just talking about the fact that we've brought up before. It is a place where. People covering the sport dress like people playing the sport. Right. Fans. I mean, imagine it. In Cowboys. fact, the only. Yeah, I mean, think about it. It's got to be yeah. the only sport where the media members dress like the athletes that they're covering. Like, imagine, you know, Jake, you said it, like John Machota, you know, showing up in, you know, shoulder pads and a helmet, <laughs> you know, to cover Eye a black. Cowboys game. Yeah. Right? Eye black. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you wear, you're wearing your polo. That's a golf shirt, Dan. You know, <laughs> pants or shorts, whatever it may be. And that's just, that's the uniform. You're not, you know, I'm not dressing up in a full suit. I'm but not also, SVP, who's actually on TV, or Nance, or anybody like that who's at the 18th Tower. But also, golf media, almost all of them play golf. Oh, you just ask them. So or you're just, in, just watch. You're, they're just pre- man that motion. Just, so you're in the media oh, center. Got, oh, look at that backswing! Yeah, and they just, are standing there. Yeah, just pretending. Yeah, that, that, that yes. cannot be real. I, dude, <laughs> like they're I, taking practice swings with no club in their hand. Yes, yes. In the media center. It, what have you guys seen the commercial? I I don't have no idea what the brand is, but the idea is, uh, you know, we're we're all golfers, you know, and it shows people in everyday life, right practicing the golf so just in random moments you know uh getting on the subway or you know walking down the street whatever it may be getting ready to mix yeah for why today doesn't this doesn't make me like golf any you know (laughs) no but michael block he's one of us but i do remember and in fact the first place i met your dad i think was up in the um in the stars press box oh okay in the stars press box he would cover Stars games sometimes yes. and whatnot and tell us about great concerts he's been to. And uh, We would do that. He actually, <laughs> I met him because um, he got up behind me and he put his arms around me. Uh-oh. Because he wanted to, sh- he's like, okay, no, no. The slap shot, you pull it back. <laughs> yeah. Because we were practicing. What? One, we were practicing yeah. one-timers. That's what the media does up right. in up in the stars press box. You can feel yeah. the clutches of his oh, okay. his gloves. Yeah, his exactly. Gloves. We're using one of those. 